episode 452 how to tap into your brand dna with ann bennett the awaken your alpha podcast tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you i'm adam lewis walker host of the number one men's development podcast that is now a best-selling book awaken your alpha towels and tactics to thrive and it is my mission to share you the real stories the useful stuff the juicy stuff and the reality of what it takes to thrive do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back this episode is sponsored by the talk accelerator increase your influence income and impact if you've ever thought or dreamed or wondered what it would be like to do a tedx talk you can do that so head over to talk x c e l e r a t o r.com jump across there and it'll have all the information case studies why you might want to do it all the information around it and also if you jump on the green button on there you can book in a complimentary idea clarity call to speak with me what is your idea worth sharing it's time to play a bigger game it's time to amplify your message and make it happen get to the podcast okay enjoy the show Okay, this week we're talking about branding, marketing, and really renegade branding, being authentically you. We've got Anne Bennett on the line, and she is the master of all of these things. She's a rebel, renegade, revolutionary, radically self-expressed. So firstly, Anne, are you ready to awaken your alpha? <laughs> yeah, my alpha hasn't been sleeping in a while. You know what I mean? Good stuff. Good stuff. I didn't, <laughs> Thanks, I didn't think it was. Um, that was quite a brief introduction, jumping straight in. Is there anything you'd like to add or highlight? What are you all about at the moment? Well, I think, you know, uh, we all try to fit in. We all try to find ways to survive in our environments and, and get to where we want to go. And a lot of times what we do is we quash or, or diminish what actually makes us stand out. And that's what I work with, with people and, and all myself. I'm not, you know, I'm a work in progress like everybody else. Oh, yeah. But it, <laughs> it's like expanding, expanding, expanding and putting your ass up on the edge, you know, and going, ah! <laughs> and then pulling it off and then moving to the next uh, thing that you're up to, right? The next action. Yeah. Well, let's touch on your origins. Where are you speaking to us from today? Where are you originally from? And, and how do you get into this sort of line of work? Originally, I grew up in Los Angeles, in California. I'm kind of a surfer girl from the beach with an edge of intensity that made me stand out even when I was young. Like I cared about things in a deep way, mostly um, political in the sense of human rights and, and spirit of the human being. And my friends were always like, you are so intense. So I left uh, California and went to New York where it was like, I'm with my people. Everyone's really <laughs> intense and crazy. And they were all like, you're just a little fluff puppy you know so it was like i always had this thing where i never fit in didn't matter where i went or what i did so i created when i created my brand and my business i created it so i could be myself so i could be vulnerable so i could make mistakes so i could be a genius so i could be all these things that we all are really so how i got into it was i was working at vogue magazine in new york city i ended up um in the magazine industry. Yeah. And I went there really for my painting career. I'm an artist. I had like 800 bucks in my pocket. 
fast forward 20 years later, I had a huge career, right? And um, I was laughing at a loft in the East Village, and I had had been selling my work and showing in Soho and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, so art is really the, your sort of first love or the first career you had? Yeah, that was really the first love. And then I, I augmented my, uh, my sales, obviously, with a job. I was working in magazine design and art direction, so helping really flesh out a story and how to do all the visuals and stuff so it totally aligned i'm driven always by my aspiration and and it requires courage no matter what you do um when you're stepping out right uh, in situations you don't know about you've got to at least have uh three seconds of courage to get your ass in gear yeah right you know i stayed for 25 years. I just loved it there. Pretty much my adult life until now, I was in New York. You get to the top and you're kind of like, well, now what am I going to do? Like, what do I want to do now? And I was, I was uh, coming out of my favorite coffee store in the morning and uh, one of those crispy New York days, we call them the California days because they're never like that. It's never sunny. <laughs> and uh, I'm coming out and I'm walking up the street towards work and I, I look up and I see the first plane smash into the World Trade Center right. and I was like frozen I was like my feet were stuck to the sidewalk as you know the everything happened that day when the buildings fell everything that I was about like oh my cool art career and I'm, I'm so I'm so fabulous and all this stuff about me fell away and I got very um, focused on what's important. And all of that glitz and the glamour and all that stuff really was great, but you know, it's not the juice to me of life. The juice is about being who you are and using your talent, skills and abilities to help other people do whatever they wanna do. So that's what got me like totally turn towards more of a we idea of let me help people do something important yeah well in that journey so far where what was the biggest struggle or biggest challenge where you really had to you know fight to awaken your alpha building a business oh my lord are you kidding (laughs) biggest growth and development program you're gonna ever do except maybe (laughs) kids i know you have kids so it's like children are extraordinary and they can they really are challenging in terms of your own ideas about how it's yeah. going to go, right? They're just brilliant. Well, when it comes to branding, what do you think are really like a client getting brand? What do you think are some of the essentials if someone comes <laughs> to you and, and they want to go down this route and brand themselves? What are some of the, the key things they need to be aware of? Well, one of the simplest ways to begin is to, you know, it's a lot of writing. I'm going to laugh about it. I didn't know it was so much writing because I'm a very visual person. Yeah. So I became a very good writer because I've done so much writing for people. But I think the first thing is to ask yourself, you know, what breaks my heart? What pisses me off? Yeah. To start to tune into, you know, we're all here to do something bigger than we think we are. Like, oh, I'm going to live a nice life and have a car, a house, kids, you know, da, da, da. And then after a while, it's like, 
I don't know about, I know that you're this kind of person. I am too. It's like, what's next? What's a deeper cut? What's something that I could bring to make my life of value yeah. to other people and to myself? So I think the first thing really, people think they're coming for a, you know, a logo, a tagline, and some nice <laughs> colors. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. But then they kind of get, they wouldn't come to me for that. I mean, we do that. I'm not saying we don't do that, but that's not where we start. We really start with your own point of view. We all have our interpretation of the world, our point of views of what matters. And I like to build a brand and a business on top of what you care about. Like people always say it's not about you, but it really is. It's about your clients. It's about them. But it's really that paradox of, uh, the microcosm and the macrocosm. Like the more personal you get, the more universal it is. Yeah. So it's really about digging into your own uh, self, your own personal mm -hmm. stories, things that happened, how you is, interpreted that. Is that this what of, you call the brand DNA? Yeah. Yes. That's your DNA. It just comes with the territory. So we're looking at the 1%. The 1% that distinguishes you from another person is your personality, your interpretations, what you care about, your values, all these things. And your values are really created when you're a kid. How do you successfully bring this into your, your business and your, and your brand ultimately? Is there any key steps? You know, it's magic. I'm just kidding. There's a methodology, right? So, you know, in the client getting brand, it's like you look at, oh, what am I, what am I really good at that I don't tell people I'm good at? Like when you talked about, you know, um, the Olympics and, and your trials in, in that way, it's like there's characteristics that you developed to do that, to be that good, to do that activity. And we all have that. Like I was telling you earlier, I've developed a, a personality that everybody thinks they know or like because I was really rejected a lot as a kid. Mm. So it was like, how can I make myself funny or approachable to other people? But I think, it, so it's starting to look at, well, what am I quirky about? What are my quirks that I don't tell anybody about? Oh, I would never share that. Like maybe you collect Barbie dolls. I have no idea, right? Yeah. Where you collect action figures. Well, it's interesting, like you say that, like I'm, I'm uh, always being granted. I was an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan and yeah. uh, his movies, his, you know, his ridiculous one-liners. And I've always lent into that. And that is the thing people reach out to me and like, oh, I like, that's one of my favorite movies and like the one-liners and that, that weird little quirkiness. Um, yeah, that brings people out of the woodwork when just like really? a lot of the other stuff, you, they don't, you don't get feedback on it. But if I post or put something about something, you know, very, um, specific that's when people come out of the woodwork <laughs> yeah they'll be like oh it'll be a buck exactly, exactly. Like, oh my god i love arnold you know <laughs> so like, yeah whenever anyone i'm in it you know or someone mentions that i'm like oh we we kind of usually go off on a tangent about that and <laughs> get into that exactly i think so it's it's really ultimately adam and particularly now i mean it's so big right now because of where we're at as as a group of people but we want to connect mm. And you can, you know, I always say to people, listen, the things I teach you, you can Google it. You can Google it. It's, it's all, we have so much information. Who cares? It's really about the connection and going, oh, 
that guy really gets me, man. I am going to go work with that guy. Or she really gets me. Mm. She's like left of center. I want to be over there. I don't want to, you know, I want to move myself around. And, and we, we think it's our knowledge and, it, and, and it's valuable experience and knowledge. From my point of view, the brand is like about who you are. Those are places to start. I mean, it's really looking at those quirky things. Yeah. Networking and even websites. I know these are things you get involved in as well. Mistakes that people are making and you can kind of give them a heads up. I think the thing that people really make with websites is, again, they don't bring their personality. Mm. They don't tell the, the, they don't open the kimono, if you will. They don't tell <laughs> the real story behind the facade. And yep. that's what we want. You know, I help people write like their about page. And it's again, if we were writing your about page, we'd be writing it about Arnold and your love of like superheroes and, and bigger than life, you know, characters that do things that are beyond what we consider doable. And that's what's uh, inspiring and also aspirational. Your mm -hmm. people are going to come to you because they have the same heart. They have the same desires and dreams. But if you don't tell them that, it's going to be like, I'm going to empower you to blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know what I mean? It yeah, just goes totally. flat. And uh, people make those mistakes all the time on their websites. You go over there and you're, you're, you meet them and they're very animated and they're really fun or whatever. And you go to their website, it's like, blah. <laughs> it's like corporate. <laughs> yeah. It's corporate. You're like, why would you use a generic photograph and not use you? And it's because they have this idea that corporate is real or corporate is good. I think we're getting away from it as we're doing more of these, um, you know, like the podcasts and the interviews with people. You start to understand, yeah. look, you know, yeah, I have this methodology. I call it a methodology or a framework for people to actually put their personality into, not yeah. mine. Oh, my, I'm just thinking my about page. It could be Let a help you. I know, I know yours as well. I can see, I'm staring at you sitting on a motorbike all just relaxed and stuff. <laughs> you find out about the person and yeah, mine is definitely too much of an official bio on there, which is, you know, there's a good place for that. So someone can grab yeah. that for interview and stuff, but I think it's important to have the other side of it as well. So if people are sort of on board with what we're saying and they hear it, but they do have this, not necessarily a front, but they have their, you know, their official look and their, you know, this all kind of corporate side of things. And they, they want to get on board with this. They want to share more, but they just, they feel like they can't. What would you say to that person? I'd say little step, little step. You know, we have a tendency to, I, myself included, swing out really far and <laughs> land on your face. <laughs> and then go, oh, I guess I'll jump up and look like everything's cool. You know, but you know, small steps, small steps, little things, allow yourself. Like when I first started networking, I was just coming out of New York City. I was wearing an Armani suit. Mm. You know, I was wearing what I considered a professional dress from New York, right? And nobody remembered me. They were all like, whatever, blend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, blend. Oh, I'm wearing a red dress instead of a black dress, whatever. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. But I think, um, you know, especially when you're in corporate, you have been, I mean, I could be so bold as to say, you have been put in a box for a really oh, yeah. long time, okay? So 
allow yourself to feel uncomfortable. I think just small, small yeah. steps, little wins. And with someone who, you know, they're, they're building their brand, they want to build their own personal brand, and they, they're maybe not that massively outgoing or that, you know, they're a little bit more yeah. subtle. How would you, you know, suggest they, they pull out and amplify certain aspects of their personality, which is there, but they're just so it comes across as, as a brand that communicates better? I think for my introverts, I love my introverts. They're the kind of people that you can talk to and tell anything to because they're not telling a big story about themselves, <laughs> which is very appealing. Yeah. So to me, it's like you want to look at your own personal story. For all of us, our personal stories are extremely powerful. And they tell a lot about who you are. My introverts are like people needing to, from my point of view there are people who are needing to understand that's fascinating too mm -hmm. that quiet still deep usually they're very deep because they're observing quite a bit uh that observation is really fascinating to people and so it's really allowing yourself to love yourself to understand hey i'm, I'm more of an introvert but that's powerful that's cool Having gone through 2020 and into 2021, I mean, how has this changed your approach? If it has to, to marketing, to business, how has it impacted your business? And what do you think people really need to be aware of to really make the most out of slightly different playing field now going into 2021? Really different. So, you know, what's great as human beings, we are, we are masterful at adapting. That's why we're here that's why we're still alive on the planet, right? We adapt to certain situations. And I would encourage people to try new things. See if you like, you know, see if you kind of like it and then see if you want to keep doing it. Because sometimes we try things or we try to, we think, oh, we need to do video, let's say. Oh, we need to do all this video. Well, not really. Really marketing, you just need to do one or two things and keep doing it over and over. Yeah. Well, I suppose on that, what, what are some of the key marketing activities for your brand that you do? I love to speak. Mm. Mostly uh, I was talking to another friend of mine who's an entrepreneur and she and I were, were in agreement. I love to win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not over until I win. That's like one of my things that I say all the time. So it's like, I like to go in <clears throat> and have short wins, like do something and have a result. Mm. I'm pretty much result oriented in that way. So um, speaking is great for that. Um, doing interviews like this is awesome because you get all, you know, I love it. adrenaline and dopamine. I'm kind of, you know, in there. <laughs> like the more I can do that, the happier I am. The, you know, the more fun I have, the more money I make. So it's like, what can I do that's fun for me? Because it's different for each person. I have other clients that just love to write. Hmm. They love to blog. They love to reach out in that way. Choose a marketing, choose a marketing technique that you actually, at least you like in some way, or you can learn to like. Yeah. Oh so my, you know, I have PhD psychologists and I'm like, I don't want to do any of this. Right. But they like to do certain things. They like to give an opinion about something or I've got other people that like to make little, little videos. So it just depends on the person. 
you want to find everything I think in, in what we're doing in marketing and branding is really do what you really like to do. Yeah. Cause there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah, no, I agree. Dive in. So on that note, we are diving into the alpha round. And I like to start that off with, is there a particular quote, favorite quote that really sums up your approach to life or the sort of one you might have up in your office somewhere or just, yeah, really sums you up. Well, I loved uh, uh, Maya Angelou. I just love her. I just loved her so much. Um, the Maya Angelou quote, which is like, you know, people won't remember your name and they won't remember what you do, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Mm. And it's like, you can teach people stuff and they will remember it for like two days, maybe. <laughs> if they go back and look at their notes, if they do, which yeah. usually they don't, but if they did, but they will always recall the story. They will always remember, like, I'm going to remember your pole vaulting story, man. <laughs> I remember it. I was like reading, I was like, dang, you know, it's like really heartbreaking, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, so whenever I think about you, I'm going to think about pole vaulting and Schwarzenegger, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> hey, that's what a lot of people connect with me on. <laughs> you pulled yeah. out a couple of key pieces. Yeah. And that's really important. It's so important right now. And storytelling has been around forever, right? Like that's how we learned to communicate originally was tell stories around the campfire and draw little pictures on the walls of caves. It really hasn't changed that much. And that always struck me. It's like, people never forget me. And it's not because I'm smart. Well, I'm smart, but you know what I mean? It's not because <laughs> it's not I'm just the smartest because yeah. or I'm the prettiest or they like my hair, my shoes or whatever, you know, people remember. It's the energy. Mm. It's the energy. It's the connection. It's how they feel when they're around me. And I think that we underplay a lot of these things and think, oh, I need to be the smartest person or I need to be, you know, the most innovative person and all good, all good stuff, certainly in the entrepreneurial space, all good stuff, but that's not what people remember. And when it comes to a book, was there ever an, an impactful book for you that you just read at the right time in your life or just could be an all time favorite? Currently I'm in love with a particular book. I wish I had named it. Of course it's called the Buddha and the Badass. Do you know ah. uh, the guy from Mind Valley? Cool. Oh, um, Lakiani. Vision, yeah. Yeah, Vision. Yeah. So I opened it. First of all, I was like, you know, I title, I name a lot of things. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's a really good title. That is a really good title. <laughs> really good title. And uh, the first part in his book, he writes about um, creating an environment and a manifesto and everything that you stand for. And I actually teach my clients this. She write this manifesto that you can build your entire life on. Yeah. It's a powerful thing. And then you pick out, you can get a tagline out of it. You yeah. can get things to write. Well, if someone's listening to that and they're like, Oh, I like the sound of that. What was one of the key things that you, you start people off with in terms of like writing your manifesto? Cause I believe that oh, I, I, I love quotes. And I sometimes say like, yeah, it's yeah, the same. No, it's very, yeah. So you end up, I call them head whipping hooks. I make my own, I help my clients make theirs, right? So that instead of saying something when you're networking, like everybody else is hearing, 
you say something like I say, uh, it's smart to fit in, but it's brilliant and profitable to stand out. I'm Ann Bennett, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like I don't say that much. I don't go into, here's all the things I do. It's very important when you write a manifesto and it's everywhere now. I just saw one on the front of Vogue. They actually wrote a manifesto for 2021 in the front of the magazine. And I was like, wow, you know, this is how powerful it's become. And people kind of look, think that it's like, I don't know, something fluffy. It's really not. And so when we write the manifesto, we start with, I believe. I believe that human, that, that human beings are magnificent or really I could start because there's no way know. to dodge that kind of right. <laughs> you have like, to get right. What do you believe? Yeah. You have to do the and work. People right? get really confronted. Right. Cause they're like, Oh my God. And then you, you can't write, be fluffy like, when it's like, I believe you can't, you can't I believe this, or, you know, you can start with, we celebrate renegades and, you know, revolutionaries that are creating a difference on the planet or whatever you start wherever it is true for you. Like I had a client recently, she's like, don't say transformation. And you know, she's, like, <laughs> she's very nuts and bolts, yeah. very nuts and bolts. And I said, great. So would you want to, we celebrate or would you want to, I believe? Yeah. And she goes, let's go for, I believe. Cause for her, that was more grounded. Yeah. Right? Nuts and bolts, even though it's aspiring, you want to write a manifesto that attracts people because they want to be like that Mm. they have that inkling it was the same thing we were talking about being who you are so that people can relate to it i have a a a format i give people um called unleash your rebel voice and my and it's 10 questions yeah right and my favorite one is what's your favorite cartoon character and why yeah what's your favorite cartoon character adam oh i would say Oh, I love I love a bit of Roadrunner, oh, but, yeah. I, I, but it being more specific, the Coyote, <laughs> Wiley Coyote. coyote I think. Okay, great. And so, so here's how it works. I'm just so, thinking he never gives up. <laughs> yeah. Why do you like Wiley Coyote? <laughs> Guy never gave down up. And keeps going. <laughs> Resilient. I mean, Roadrunner was like clever and yeah. always running over. Yeah. <laughs> Roadrunner <laughs> running over this coyote and the coyote was always trying to figure it out yeah right? kind of a million different ways or just tweaks or variations of yeah oh, no, i've been watching quite a lot of that recently with the boys they've got into it we will only attach ourselves to what we are like mm. <laughs> so that's why that cartoon popped up right yeah. it wasn't a thought you were just like oh yeah, yeah. Well, i rather like you know a little of roadrunner and no, I actually I, like the coyote. I was say, and how frustrating is that when if you ask someone, oh, which cartoon do you like? And you're like, oh, I, I kind of like all the Disney or I like all of this. It's, it's like people can't get a hook. They can't get a read on like you and like your opinion. You know, yeah, they got to go what? specific innately as kids before we start to get so far up in our brain. We just see things and we like it. And we like it because we are part of that. Mm. We have those characteristics. Awesome. I'm loving this, but we're pretty much out of time. So if people want to continue the conversation, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, you could go to my website if you want, but I would prefer that people reach out to me on Facebook just because okay. it's more, it's more instant. Yep. 
you know, they can find me on um, Ann Bennett and I'm the one that goes like this. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm looking like a sassy redhead. I'm yeah, not I looking like a mouth open for those who are listening to the yeah. audio as well. <laughs> the website is annbennettmarketing.com and we'll put that on the show notes too. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Unless there's anything else that you want to leave us with in terms of renegade branding and marketing, we're pretty much done. Yeah, I think the only thing is, you know, be unapologetically you. And if you, if you want to step into it a little bit bigger, you could say, well, what would Arnold do? Or what would somebody that you, you know, when you're making a decision about what you should do next, you know, find the courage in a, an icon. Mm because you know they're big and you can see you can see the characteristics really well i like that i might have to <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be your, that'll be your side put on your, what would arnold do right now <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> crazy stuff uh, awesome it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much thank for your you time. adam the awaken your alpha podcast tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you Please do subscribe, reach out, connect, pick up a copy of Awaken Your Alpha Thousand Tactics to Thrive, available on Amazon. This episode is sponsored by the Talk Accelerator. Increase your influence, income, and impact. If you've ever thought or dreamed or wondered what it would be like to do a TEDx talk, you can do that. So head over to talkxcelerator.com. Jump across there and it'll have all the information, case studies, why you might want to do it, all the information around it. And also, if you jump on the green button on there, you can book in a complimentary idea clarity call to speak with me. What is your idea worth sharing? It's time to play a bigger game. It's time to amplify your message and make it happen. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back.